Hey everyone, Sean from Buckle Up and Chill. If you haven't already, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Buck and Chill and subscribe on Apple Pods. Buckle Up and Chill. Hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving and ready for Rivalry Weekend as we talk a bunch about it in today's episode, which is brought to you by Unlimited Bargain's new product, an RFID blocking credit card holder and money clip made out of carbon fiber. Head to Amazon to order now. If you didn't complete your Christmas shopping on Black Friday, this would make for a great stocking stuffer for any guy in your life or treat yourself. I bought one a few weeks ago and I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't like it. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode. Buckle up and chill. Hope you enjoy that shit. No. I can't believe it's all like that. Fucking pass it over to do. I've been waiting all day for that podcast. about time a lot to talk about a lot to get into that's for sure hope everyone had a happy thanksgiving and uh i mean it's probably a lot better if you weren't from detroit to rooting for these lions but uh did you have a good thanksgiving other than the hours twelve thirty to 4 o'clock oh yeah those were uh mis- you know what i wasn't even miserable it was thanksgiving my family was there uh i mean i was obviously watched the whole game but i had a really good thanksgiving i had a really big family uh, a lot, of, a lot of them big lines fans. A lot of people. My uncles are swearing. My grandpa's like uh, chugging his beer. He's like, I need to be drunk to watch this team. It was hilarious. Oh, you and, do have to be drunk to watch this team. Oh, I know. And everyone, kept, they're just like, all right, we need a round of shots at halftime. This is terrible. It was just a bad football game all around. Oh yeah, sloppy turnovers by us. Stafford fourth quarter turnovers, twenty seven million. But that's besides the point. I couldn't even drink because I had to drive from house to house over halftime. Grandmas to grandmas. But Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which sucked. Yeah, I'm lucky that I don't ever have to deal with so that. So I didn't have to see Mike Posner's halftime show. Oh, you didn't miss much. <laughs> you did not, I watched it. You didn't miss much. But uh, I got there, barely missed any game, which sucks. Wish I would have. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, Let's at least, guys, I know the team is what is it, four and seven, okay, but we still got to talk about the game, okay? We're in Detroit. It's relevant to us. Matthew Stafford was making middle school mistakes, and I'll, the pick six that kind of sort of sealed the game pretty much, that, okay, here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a, a little sluggo route to the outside, and... Matt Stafford, the safety is breaks on immediately before the receiver even breaks. The receiver's head isn't even turned around. Matt has got to see that safety sprinting. He's going all out. If, if that guy goes deep, it's a touchdown. He's selling out for the pick. Matt's got to see them. There's no one else open. You eat it. You take the sack in a tie game, and you eat it. And that is a middle school mistake. That is a very simple read. And it wasn't a slug around, my bad. A drag to the outside. That was a horrible read. And it's just a bad decision all around. And that's not what you need from a $27 million $27 million for that quarterback. My grandpa is, barely knows anything about football. And everyone can see watching the game that safety selling out. You, I mean, I'm in there. he wasn't under that much pressure. He saw him. He was looking that way the whole time. I don't know. I can't. I, that was the play that stood out to me where I was like, what in the world are we doing? In a tie game, for? too. 
Let's not forget the circumstances it was under. Tie game, fourth quarter. You're going down to just give us a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, I know five and six, you still, what is it? You have like a two and a half percent chance to make the playoffs. But you're in the thick of things. But yeah, you're, you're at least trying. You're you making have, games bigger in the later in the season. Yeah, and it's something to look forward to. And a guy that you're expecting to go win a big game on Thanksgiving, against a, on, at home, against a backup QB, and... And what about the second pick? Do you put that on him? Do you think that was Robert's fault? Not oh, going deep talk. into the touchdown or not deep into the end zone? What it looked like to me, it just looked like straight miscommunication. Roberts looked like he never wanted the ball or was not looking for the ball. And Matt didn't Matt did throw a bad ball, but it was still a good play by the corner. But that just looked like miscommunication to me, so I can't say if that's a bad throw. Because what if he thought he was going to the corner? That look that's what that it, it doesn't matter because it's still a damn mistake. And it lost the, that of that officially sealed the game, and I'm just well, that gave us the chance to tie it up. But and, and that brings me to it: Why do we go for two? Why do we go for two? If we did, if we just kick the extra point there, and then we don't throw an interception there, we just have to kick an extra point, and we win. Or well, we we have the lead. We wouldn't necessarily have won at that time, but we would have had the lead. We were just going for a tie there. Like, why why did the Bears go for two, and then why did we go for two? It didn't make sense. Neither me. made sense to me. The only thing I could think of with the Bears was Matt Nagy is maybe playing percentages. He's a very aggressive play caller coming from Kansas City. And maybe he just wanted to, I don't know, an early little momentum thing. It was still very stupid. I'm just trying to think of what he was thinking. And then why do we I do? Have, that's the part I'm getting to. I have no – I at least can find a route to what Nagy's thinking. I have no route to what Patricia was thinking with that. And that's on him. He's one – he doesn't call the play, but he's the one saying we're going for two. It's like he acted as if they made their two-point conversion. I, I know. And was like, oh, you guys made one, we'll make one. And Dude, they didn't make one. I guess just you take think- your advantage and – Kick an extra point now. You think an avenue, they missed a two, you get a two, that's four points, that's more than a field goal, that's like, I don't know, I don't, Sean, it doesn't make sense, I'm throwing out scenarios that any, don't even make sense. Yeah, any type of, yeah, it doesn't make sense, you're Just right. Just didn't look good, uh, LeGarrette Blunt actually looked decent running the football too, a couple carry touchdowns. place, we still missed him, you could definitely tell, oh, out of the backfield, time. like, catching out of the backfield. We missed Marvin Jones too, Oh time. yeah, we have, we have Galladay and a bunch of guys. <laughs> Holiday's so good, isn't he? Yeah. The team sucks, guys. I realize that. But carry on Johnson, Kenny. And these aren't like linebackers or defensive tackles, guys, or offensive guards. These are young, exciting, skilled players. And they are young. First year and second year. And, guys, I'm telling you right now with carry on Johnson, a running back's best years, the good ones, are their first five seasons. It's very, it's very uncommon for backs to get better over time. Now, receivers, quarterbacks, basically any other position can. But running backs hit the ground running, so enjoy carry on right now. Don't think, oh, I can't wait for him to run for us in eight years. Probably Those not going to happen. Contracts where we're yeah. going to get the most value out Absolutely. of them for sure. So enjoy him while you can, and enjoy Galladay as well, because these guys are going to have to get paid. And that's when you need our veteran quarterback, who's been in the league for ten years, to step up and make these young guys their time here do like worth it. And maybe you should watch a safety breaking on an out route, asking for a pick six, Matt. Sorry, I had to throw it in there. I just it, in crunch time, man. In crunch time, and I know we hit on. I was like, in a tie game. So worst case scenario, you you eat it and you get stopped. At least you get to punt it away. At least you can punt it away. And make their backup quarterback try to make another yes. nice throw on the our road. Defense. My God. On the road, and the defense played well. I mean, granted, they were playing against Chase Daniels, but they did what they had to do to give them a chance to win the game. Twenty. Well, it's really only sixteen points because there's a pick six in there. It's this offense. 
and they're not going to make a change mid-season because that would require a plan. Right. In their minds, they still have five games that are important because players are still playing for jobs and contracts stuff. So it's important. It's just crazy to me that structure. people are still out there defending Stafford. Like I saw, I saw a couple people. A lot of them are definitely turning off of it, but. I think that leads into another quarterback that was kind of on the hot seat. Dak Prescott goes out, has a great game, and beats Washington in a divisional, in a divisional game. Another backup quarterback that they were going up against, and they don't blow it like we do at home. No, I didn't. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I was so tied up with family that I didn't watch much of the Washington Dallas game. And Washington's such a boring team to me now because they have uh, Colt McCoy oh, yeah, Alex starting. Smith out. So it's just not as fun to me. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, Colt McCoy it was awesome at Texas. Honestly, he was one of my favorite college players of all time. But I just can't into them. I really hate Dallas. I just hate that they're America's team, and they're never any really good. And they get all the uh, – every national show, all they do is talk Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. They're freaking 5-6 and six, or 6-5. and five. I think they're 500 now after that win. But well, okay, no, they're 5-5 five five before that. So now they're 6-5. and five. Even better for them. And First it does place. suck that they're yeah yeah it sucks that they're America's team but now the division's lined up for them the, it's all theirs Amari Cooper looked fantastic probably the best game we talked about earlier probably the best game of his, his career. career eight years eight catches one hundred and eighty yards two touchdowns how do I know those exact stats without watching much of the game because I played against Amari Cooper in fantasy who had his best <laughs> week ever eight catches one eighty and two scores that is like a, a career lot of career I know. That is probably – he's going to have a hard time topping a game like that in his entire career. I'm not saying he won't, but it's going to be very difficult. No, he takes a lot of pressure off of Zeke. Like, Zeke has just gotten better since Cooper has gone to that team. Oh, absolutely. He doesn't have to see eight, nine guys in the box anymore because they can't bring up their strong safety. He's got Someone's got to help on Cooper. And you still have Cole Beasley who's a nice little underneath. He's like a little snake. He's like a Julian Edelman, except oh, yeah. not as good. It opens up Dak to run a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Dak, Dak's got a good little ability. I think Dak sucks though. I still I always I don't like that. him, but he's he's proven to be the be guy. Capable. Jerry yeah. Jones seems to like him. For a fourth round pick, it is a good pick though. It is. A start if you can get a capable starting quarterback with a fourth round pick, you're not paying him. You're paying him pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I don't so. think he's gonna get no contract like Stafford or anyone for like Cousins. Absolutely not. But those guys are like seasoned vets. He'll get somewhere in the range. They can't win big games. Jerry said that they're going to resign him, so he'll probably get somewhere in the range of like four years, eighty million, or somewhere around there. He'll still get his twenty million a year, I promise. Quarterbacks are premium. What was uh? All right, I really hate Dallas, and I don't want to talk about that game. The what night is, game. Yes, that was the good one. Santa Falcons at New Orleans, Atlanta. There, they could not finish a drive. Just turnovers. They get in the red zone, or they'd make a nice throw like towards the end of the game. Made that really nice throw to Ridley, and he fumbles it at the three yard line. Oof. Yeah, it was that. it was tough and just and no one's beating the Saints at home at home for them. Absolutely not. Especially when you're turning it over three times. Dude, Julio Jones, for as little as he gets in the end zone, his the amount of catches and yards he gets every game he's producing, he just can't get in the end zone. He's been in a couple times, got like two touchdowns, I think two touchdowns this whole year. It's just he's a physical specimen, isn't he? Oh yeah. Watching him, he's one of my favorite players to watch. He really is. So what's the theme of this segment? Alabama produces some pretty damn good wide receivers. That I didn't think about that. Yes, <laughs> Cooper, Ridley, and Julio. Yeah, and so Cooper, Ridley, and Julio, and, and Ingram. Let's not forget Ingram on Mark the same. Ingram, I know. But they, I mean, he's obviously a running back. But man, 
Uh, Alabama's pretty good, aren't they? I, I so. heard they had a good football program. I don't know if they've won how many SEC championships, but I know they won five out of nine national championships. Referring to them getting in the playoff last year without playing in the SEC championship game is what I was saying. But that's all that really matters, right? <laughs> right, and I... Do you really think, you know, I know we said that Alabama gets in no matter what. Do you really think the committee lets them in after losing, if they lose again, like two years in a row losing the SEC championship? How do you reward a team like that? Dude. It's a good point. I heard that, you know, from a few different college guys over the last couple weeks. To have them two years in a row not winning. Yeah, don't they? The committee wants someone who wins their last game of the season. I know, but then the committee also says we also want Alabama in their five out of nine titles. And it is the best, and like you just said under your breath, it, they are still going. It's not like Alabama had a bad season if they do drop one to Auburn or drop it to Georgia. It's not like they had a bad enough season. Would you leave them out? If you're on the committee and... Forget about the stupid conference championship thing. Think about who are the best four teams if Alabama has one loss, whether it's to Georgia or Auburn. Are you going to be the guy on the committee that says, I'm putting Alabama fifth? Would you? Seriously. I don't think know about if you it. could do that, but I mean, it just it doesn't make sense with their. So if you. Like, the, the championship games are supposed to mean something. They do. I thought. They do for the schools. I mean, every team wants to win a conference championship. So a team like Michigan goes 10 0. First team ever in the Power Five to go 10 0 in their conference. If they. Beat Ohio State and Northwestern. They got to do that first. It'd be the first team, but then you put them in, even if if Alabama were to lose. Uh, it's gonna be tough, and yeah, I think Michigan would get left out. Barring that would be crazy, that, barring that uh, everyone else, their Notre Dame and Clemson of. both win their games. Yeah, so then you'd have those two. Would and they consider Bama leaving Georgia? Georgia out? No, they wouldn't. If if Georgia beats Bama and they're one loss, Georgia's in. Georgia will be number one. I guarantee it. They'll be number one. Well, I think Clemson would be. They'd be number two. Maybe that's a big debate though. Clemson played in a weak ACC this year. They had a nice road non-conference win at A&M, which is going to help them. They really dove into college real quick. I'm sorry, I guys. I know we were on. It's playoff season. Alabama came up and came up and there it went. Perfect, dude. It's it's well. It's that time of year, man. It's week thirteen now. You got rivalry ch- week. Rivalry. Yeah, we got the Rutgers. What a great rivalry. What a storied rivalry. Who, do you guys want to see someone in the last game? Like yes, I said that in the Who last podcast. Oh, I don't remember. I hate it that my the your culmination of your season is like this last game right against Ohio State. It's always cool even if you're like seven and four it's still a cool game right so what would you like to see from the east like penn state yeah and we used That'd to play penn awesome state game. we used to play penn state on the last game of every season and then the big 10 did these stupid divisions and changed it and it's not fair because we have to play them no matter what so just schedule them last i want a good game to end the season before bowl season now i have to watch i know because you pick- might not even get a good bowl game now after losing to nebraska exactly that's why i would like to have a nice little ending game. I hate that we play Rutgers. Any team but Rutgers. Put Merrill in there. Put it. No, Illinois. Well, the way your offense looks, it could be a close game. It probably will be. <laughs> My score prediction is 13-4. to four. No, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just kidding. Two safeties. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Well, with the way Dave Warner calls plays in the end zone, two safeties is very possible. <laughs> Double botch snaps. Who knows? Oh, man. College football. I can't believe. Excuse me. I can't believe it's already here at its end. Oh, not end, end, but like near the end. 
And there's a lot of football left to be played, but doesn't the season go by so fast? Because so it's so much fast. fun. You look forward to every weekend. You, the work week goes by a little bit faster. Because you're consuming Saturday. your time thinking you get, about You have Saturday. a couple good games like today. There's a couple good games on tonight, on oh, Friday. Yeah. And just the whole week that. just flies by. You got NFL Sunday. Yeah, and then that too. College football's great. It's so funny because we spend literally five days a week talking about Saturday and Sunday. And then they just, when it starts... It goes by so quickly. I love this week, though. It's my fa- one of my favorite weeks of the year because college basketball is playing all their good non-conference games. You have NFL playing on Thanksgiving, and you've got uh, college tonight, West Virginia, Oklahoma, and the egg, uh, not the Egg Bowl, the Apple Cup with Washington, Washington State. Well, before we so dive fun. deep, we're not. Into, I know um, I'm saying, before we cool. dive deep into the Michigan and Ohio State game and the other big college games on tonight. You wanted to touch on some a little bit of college basketball like you just mentioned. Oh, I would. I actually really would like to touch on a little college guys. Duke and Gonzaga. That's oh. one game that I actually watched. Duke's supposed to be must-watch TV, and I tune in. and They still they lose. are. They well, lost, but they, they are still must-watch are. TV for sure. Dude, I'll tell you what. Here's what happened. And I watched every every single possession the whole game. It was, it was a great game. And so it really looked to me Duke's inexperience – Really show because you're playing not only a really experienced Gonzaga team, but still really talented. Remember, these kids that are carrying Duke are 18, 19 years old. They are young. And then Gonzaga's loaded with Josh Perkins, who's a senior. He's been through the gauntlet, played a national championship. You got Hachimura, who's played for a couple years under this. And these are NBA guys. They're just not top five pick NBA guys. Well, here's what I saw. I mean, I'm not really big into basketball like you are, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, they're freshmen, and they go out there, and they try to be a little too flashy. They think they're better than everyone else. I mean, they are better than mostly everyone else, but they, you know, you have a guy on a breakaway, and he misses a dunk. Zion Williams misses a dunk, and they lose by two points. I, I know, think Trey they're just Jones. getting a little, little too ahead of themselves, but in the end, end of the day, I think it might be the best thing for them. If, you know, it they get a be. loss now in the season, because you saw like Kentucky a few years ago mm-hmm. go undefeated and then lose in the in the tournament. So it might be the best thing for them. Yeah, you're right. I mean, a lot of people say that. I just don't think teams are ever like trying to lose games for that reason. Obviously not, but, but it might be good for them. It's very early, and that it gives God. them a little ego check. I mean, regardless, you're not time. trying to lose the game, but once you do lose the game, it gives you a nice little ego check. You're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right. Ooh, sorry, guys. You have guys out there trying to make all-star dunks like they're in the dunk competition and missing them off the back of the rim. Especially Trey Jones doing that because Trey Jones is a point guard, a very good one, but very small. Take your two points. You need every point in that game. And not only did you miss it, you banged it off the back of the rim. It was an outlet pass right to Perkins, back for an easy two. That's a four-point swing. And in a close game, that means everything. That was a nice layup, too. I don't believe that was the one. It was like the reverse oh, layup. Oh, dude. I, I forgot his name, but he's really good. Uh, he's another talented player. That was nasty. I know you're talking about it. be too hard for me I to like that kind. Of, yeah, I like that kind of play better than it was dunk. Basically, I think that's that's more talented than a dunk. It is. Dunking is just sheer athleticism and... Uh, Being six foot. Yeah. Eight, eight taller. <laughs> uh, the finesse. You have to not only get to that point, but spin it perfectly off the glass. And you're like looking down and tossing it. It's definitely way harder. That was nasty. That was probably... That was one of the plays of the game. And we got on in the studio. Sorry, Zach, talking Sean in the earpiece. Just had to switch over to UCF South Florida. Another nice little rivalry, and I wanted to talk about UCF for a second. Lose! Do you think? Oh, you don't got to worry about them jumping Michigan. Do you think truly that they deserve a chance, like at number four? 
No, not at all. Okay, okay. I'm glad we were in agreement on that. I love Mackenzie. Miller, how do you though. think they would do if they played against Ohio State and they're ahead of Ohio State right now in the playoff ranking? But Sean, it's just got to be because of resume, right? I, yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I understand your point. That makes perfect sense. But what about last year? Auburn isn't great this year, but Auburn was really good last year, and everyone said, "Watch, UCF's going to get exposed. They're definitely." Gonna get... Everyone was like, "This is finally where UCF plays a real team." And they won. So can you really say that they couldn't have a chance against Ohio State, who can barely beat Maryland? They should have lost to Maryland. It because it was a be- down game for Auburn, who just lost to Georgia in the SEC championship <sighs> game. So I don't know. I don't know what you want to think. I mean, you obviously should show up and try to play for a bowl game, no matter what the circumstances yeah, are. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fine. I just don't. I mean, they're number nine. That's that's good enough for them. They're going to still play a sweet bowl game as long as they beat. Uh, they're playing South Florida right I now. I think guys. they go out and I don't know who they'll play. Um, but they play they win, year six. If they beat, if they win their bowl game, then next year they better get ready for some recognition. You know who I they think they're going to play? You know what I think they're going to play? Who? Oh, I was going to say Ohio State? State, but they can't because Ohio State's going to go to the Rose Bowl if Michigan goes to playoffs, so we'll see. But I could see if Michigan doesn't go to the playoff for some reason, it's like number five and goes to the Rose Bowl, I could totally see them playing someone like Ohio State with two losses. Absolutely. All right. Before we get into the games tonight, a lot of big games tonight. We got West Vi and uh, Oklahoma. That one's probably the game of the night. Yeah, and absolutely. then uh, Washington State and Washington. Washington. Another Apple rivalry Cup. game. Can't wait. Apple Cup. But you wanted to touch on MSU basketball. Oh, yeah. Just for a quick minute, then we can get right into both those games. Um,. So, Michigan State guys played, obviously I'm sure you're aware of what they've done previously, but yesterday they played against UCLA, who's a ranked opponent, number 17. They've got a, they've got a established coach, they've got Jalen Hands, who's one of my favorite players, he's so fun to watch, you ever get a chance, give him a look if you love basketball. But guys, they, they like manhandled them. I, I watched the game, they manhandled them. UCLA? No, Michigan State manhandled UCLA. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But it was it's a very talented team. And 87-67, it wasn't even that close, 20 points close. Michigan State was raining threes, another 87-point performance. And they've been in the hundreds against the bad teams, around 90 against the really good teams. Cannot wait to see them go up against Michigan, who has a solid defense, and then Two Michigan State, who has an outstanding offense. Yep. And I know in Michigan State, you wanted to struggle on this year. Defense, defense. yeah. You had Jaron Jackson, who could erase everything last year on defense. They struggled on offense last year. Now it's completely switched. They have so many shooters. They got shooters everywhere you look, man. Yeah, three straight for Michigan over you guys? Uh, If you guys had won the previous year, yeah, I think so. Because we won, we in, the, we won in the Big Ten tournament last year, plus yeah. the regular season, plus well, the regular season the year before that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. But I'm just so excited, and I'm excited for the Spartan team. And, guys, Michigan and Michigan State Both are the make t- runs, baby. Let's go. Two best teams in the Big Ten. And, guys, I've already watched a lot of Big Ten basketball. It's not even really close. And I want to allude to something I said on the other podcast. I can't remember what episode it was, but I said, I think Tom Izzo does a, is a better coach suited for these teams with no superstars. Yes. It's a one unit. Because last year with Miles Bridge and Jaron Jackson, guys, those are superstars. You have to know how to handle them. It's weird. And look at it's what really it does. Weird. It makes no sense. And then I look at this team, they look so much more cohesive. And the ball, it's not like, oh, my God, Miles got to get touches. Or, oh, my God, Jaron's got to get touches. No one cares. And you have more shooters. It's more of a gritty team. And this is what Izzo got. Guys, I think they'll have a better run this year than they did last year. It's like year. Izzo, Izzo's more of like a chemistry coach rather than, yeah. you know, let these guys go out and run with it. Dealing with, like, egos and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, I want to get into college football. But, guys, seriously, college basketball, football is going to end here soon. Pay attention. Michigan and Michigan State are – 
far and away the two best teams in the Big Ten. I'm telling you, Michigan's solid too. We're we're watching them play Chattanooga right now. They beating their butts, obviously, but they're just they're really good. Can't wait to see them match up together. I know, but and, we well, that's too much college basketball. Oh, talk. it is. You're right. I was just gonna say they actually get to play twice in the regular season this this year. Thank God, it's about yeah. damn time. But. Big game tonight. Go West Va over Oklahoma. Over Oklahoma. Cannot wait. Yeah, if you're a Michigan fan uh, and you're watching the game tonight, you are the biggest West Virginia fan ever because Oklahoma still has playoff chances. West Virginia does not after they dropped that game to Can't Oklahoma believe State. They lost last week. So West Virginia just trying to play now for a Big Twelve in a good bowl game, not the playoff, guys. Oklahoma's one of those teams you never know could jump you. I don't think they could. Though. Probably not, but. You They're want, like you, one team I'm not worried about. You want I'm more to get worried about away. Georgia. More you want to, well, yeah, you should be. You want to get them out of the way, though. You still want to root for them to lose. You don't even want it to be close. You don't want it to be – eliminate the discussions. Just eliminate them. Who does Georgia play tomorrow? Uh, who is their rival? I don't think it's anyone very good. I'm actually not sure. It's Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, South Carolina. Oh, Georgia Tech. Duh, how can we forget that? I know. I, it slipped <laughs> my mind. Yeah, it's Georgia Tech, who's that triple option weirdos. And uh, hitting on the West Virginia Oklahoma guys, West Virginia and Oklahoma is going to be an absolute old fashioned shootout. I'm telling you right now. Okay, this game, if I have a score prediction, let me think about it for here for five seconds. Realistically, I think Oklahoma will win the game, but I think it's going to be like 58 to 51, guys. Like, there is going to be points. You've got two star quarterbacks in Will Greer, Kyler Murray, and two high flying, high powered offenses, and two. Uh, to say, to put it lightly, subpar defenses. It'll be an entertaining watch if you're just chilling on a Friday. Another shootout, Washington State and Minshew. That's his name, right? Garner Minshew, yep. He's yeah, nice he's a beast. I watched him a little bit last week. I can't wait to watch him tonight either. Dude, he's excited. And, guys, Washington State is so exciting. They don't run the ball. I mean, maybe for you football geeks out there, you love running in defense. Yeah, 1960s Big Ten football. No. Well, this is going to be 2018 Mike Leach football because they are going to throw the ball well over 50 times. And Minshew is an accuracy. He's very good with his accuracy. Excuse me. And... I love that for that, and you still got Jake Browning, experienced quarterback on the other side. And it's a rivalry game, which always adds a little more zest and flavor, which I love. Saturday, buckle up and chill. For one of the fiercest rivalries in all of sports, as number four Michigan and number ten Ohio State battle for a spot in the Big Ten championship. The game of the fucking year. Michigan at Columbus. No one, no one thinks, thought we were going to win at the beginning of the year. Now we're favorited. And now I want to go down into the horseshoe and win by double digits. <gasps> Breakdown! <gasps> yes, it's going to be fun. Sorry, I was just training because honestly, Urban Meyer just called me and he said, we're going to need a lot of help against that Michigan defense. I need to line you up in the slot. So my bad, I'm a little distracted. I'm training for the game. Listen to me. I can't reveal any of our nuances, playbook, or anything. Urban told me to shut my mouth. He also tweeted, go follow Buckle Up and Chill. <laughs> now listen to me. When it comes in regards to the game, Michigan loves to run the ball, okay? That is their bread and butter. That is their turkey on Thanksgiving, folks. They go up the gut, Kron Tignan, uh, offensive line that was presumably not supposed to be good this year, but it's actually turned out to be one of the better ones they've had in a long time. So you got Karan, 
Ohio State cannot stop the run, guys. They should have lost to Maryland last week. They couldn't stop uh, Anthony McFarlane. Nebraska ran it all over them. Purdue, obviously, you know what happened that game. Guys, their offense, I think on Ohio State, is more talented than Michigan's, but I just think that defense just over will overwhelm Ohio State. And if they get, the key is going to be, because they're not going to be able to run at Ohio State, the key is going to be if Michigan can't get pressure consistently, they will get it home a few times, of course. They're way too talented not to. If they don't get consistent pressure on Haskins constantly, then they are going to have a tough time because when Haskins has his time and can sit in the pocket, he does dice teams. As good as your secondary has been, guys, Haskins is really good, and they have a lot of good skill players. you got Johnny Dixon is my favorite uh the slot receiver. You still got Weber and Dobbins out of the backfield. You got KJ Hill on the outside, who's a deep threat. I love, I love the Michigan defense defensive matchup. Like I said, they got to get home. But then I look at Ohio State's defense, and they just can't stop anybody. And now they're about to play the best rush offense they've played against. I cannot think of a way for you, Michigan fans. And truthfully, I'm a dick. I'll be rooting for Ohio State on Saturday. But truthfully, I I look at the game objectively, though. I would never not do that. I don't find, I can't find a way for Ohio State to win the game. I mean, unless barring crazy stuff. What if Ohio State has two pick sixes or or what Michigan fumbles the ball on their their own five a couple times? Like, barring those kind of circumstances, I think Michigan is going to win the game with ease. And guys, and I'm going to leave you with this, and we'll get to the real Michigan dog over here. If they don't win this year, when in God's name are they going to do it? They've lost 13 out of 14. They have a far superior team this year. They do. They don't. They're, you can't argue that. If you watch the games, you know. Everyone knows. Anyone who watches the games. If you can't get it done this year, I have nothing to say for y'all. This is a year. Get the fucking job done. Go to the fucking Big Ten Championship. Whoop Northwestern's ass. Go to the damn playoff. That's it. Well, I, I agree that it's going to be... I know I call for a double-digit win, but I'm nervous. I'm real nervous about it. I'm nervous that Urban's going to have his players up for this game. They've had a very disappointing year. I know it's only one loss to Iowa, but it was a horrible loss. And they've had some very close wins. Purdue, sorry. That was last year. Sorry. (laughs) I was last year. Got them mixed up. Sorry. They're both on the road, and they're both very bad losses. But I think the Purdue one was even worse than the Iowa one. And... I think if we want to win, we're going to have to own that time of possession. We we are going to have to run it down their throats with Higdon, like you said. But you will. And, and we should with how their defenses looked. Maryland ran it down their throats. Every team, it seemed, has ran it down their throats. Besides Michigan State. <laughs> well, come on now. Let's be nice to their Ed Warner for <laughs> once. Let's just, just leave him out. Let's just leave him out of this talk I for one. But I... And I think Winovich will play. I mean, it, it seems like he will. Okay, but if he plays, he might not be completely healthy. What about that aspect? Oh, well, you get through this game, you get through this game, you can sit out the Northwestern game. We're not worried about Northwestern. You sit out, and you sit out until the playoff. Which would be a long stretch of A long stretch rest. of getting healthy. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I think he will. I heard Patterson say that he thinks that you'd have to fucking kill Winovich to make him sit I out of this game. That. And... And I think he's going to play. And I think it's going to be huge. we got to own the time of possession, which I think it's very possible with us to do with our run game. And and we have a playoff berth on a platter. 
on a fucking gold, a $40 million gold platter for you. Is what they are serving. 100%. I like, uh, I like your, uh, point on the time possession and guys they are going to rule it because ohio state can't run they can only pass and michigan say all the or michigan excuse me michigan all Just they do our schools mixed up i know it's hard <laughs> we're talking about them each one every single week it's pretty easy to do but they'll definitely win times that I think, because Ohio State just won't be able to run and won't be able to stop the run. So, And when Ohio State's passing, that means a lot of incompletions, a lot of clock stoppage. I just... Winovich is such a key component if he plays, because like I alluded to a few minutes ago, you have got to get home on Haskins or he will dice you. I don't care how good your secondary is. They can't cover for five, six seconds. Devin Bush has got to step up. He's got to be the quarterback of that, that defense. I know you called Winovich the quarterback of the defense. I think Devin Bush has got to be. I didn't call him a quarterback. I called him a leader. Did I? If I did, I maybe uh, skewed a little bit. I think Winovich is a leader, but you're right. The middle linebacker is always the quarterback of defense. So if I did say that, I apologize. And I agree with that. That wholeheartedly. And I just want you Michigan fans to know this is... The, the excuses are out the window now. I mean, the spot was bad. It was Harbaugh's first year. All these things, guys, year four, you haven't beaten Ohio State, beat them in 12. You have lost 13 of 14. Urban Meyer is 6-0 against you. If, guys, just please, I would love for you to tell me, if it's not this year, when is it going to be? It's not. It's not. That's what it is. It's this year nothing, man. I'm. It, everything about this year is just a failure if we don't beat Ohio State. It's sad to say, because it has been a really great year. we have, like, broken a ton of streaks, not yeah. beating a ranked team on the road, beating State. It, of course, the, then it's always the excuse, oh, State's not as good as what they were when and we And then don't you. forget about, but don't like, minimize blowing out Wisconsin, blowing out Penn State. I know, those two, are two other ones that we, you know, the ranked team on the road. Isn't it sad, though? Because, you know what? Harbaugh did this to himself, because he's had a great season, even if he lost this game. He's had a great year with all that, even with the loss. Now, if he wouldn't have been so disappointing these first three seasons, this wouldn't be like a huge do or die. I mean, you're still going to play off his do or die. But it just, it seems so much bigger because not only is everything on the line, but it's a culmination of failure to where you have the better chance to win the game with the better team. And if he doesn't get it done, Ann Arbor is going to go up in flames. Oh, yeah. I'm if, telling if you. If he does get it done... And if you were hypothetically a Michigan fan, uh-huh. you forgive him for the first three years, as long as he beats Northwestern. Well, yeah. Okay, so I we're just going. It, yeah. Um, do I forgive you him? You have to. It's like what you do. What, what you yeah, know now. you're right. I, I had. To th- I wasn't ready for the question. I had to think about it. But yeah, I would forgive him because you know what? It's not like he had like four and eight seasons or something. He was uh, eight and five, ten and three, ten, ten and three, three eight yeah. and five. So. I mean, they were just the bad losses because all people don't remember that they beat up you know, on Minnesota. Rivalry losses. Yep. And you know what, Sean? You know for a fact that is what matters. Yep. I mean, it is. And finally, they can win a Big Ten championship first time since 06, I believe, right? And, yeah, I think it would be all forgotten. And getting to the playoff, I think, would be such a gratifying experience for Michigan fans because they're drooling for this. We'll see. I am so damn excited. I'm not even a so Michigan damn fan. <laughs> if you're not even a football fan, tune into this game. It's on Fox. Fox, sponsor us. Fox, I know. Seriously, Fox, we're shouting you out. We don't even get any freaking dabs. We're our royalties. But game's on Fox. Check into it. You 
Michigan's going to win. Wait, double digits. Gotta end with, we, I need a, a score prediction. Oh, my God. We well, I said to. double digits. So Let's go on. always got to do a score prediction. Shit. You kill me with this, huh? Yeah, just think about it. You said double digits, right? So you think they're going to win the game? 27-17. Okay. Wow. 27-17. I have a feeling that this is going to be... A little more high scoring. Go ahead. What were you going to say? You got something to say, dog? Nothing, because I took it back because my score prediction wouldn't have made sense with what I said. 27-17. Oh, double digit? I was going to say a game-winning field goal, but that would have made sense. Yeah, no, that probably would have. Obviously. I will take... I'm going to like Michigan to win this game. A little higher scoring than people are going to think. I'm going to go Michigan 38 Ohio State 28. Way like too high point. scoring. Way too high scoring. Did you just see that uh, Maryland just dropped 51 on Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, I think Michigan can score 38, Sean. No, I, you'll, we'll see. I don't think they can score 28. I think they can because I think Winovich's a little hobble and you got Dwayne Haskins and a million skill. Well, hey, so. you need to redeem yourself somehow, so hopefully you're right. I know, I definitely do. Go Blue! What you waiting for? It's time for the picks, baby. Let's do it. Yes, it is. Time for the picks. And you guessed it. I win again. If you're trying to make money, play my picks. Play what I decide. Because I'm up 15 tall boys on this guy over here. I've won, like, I don't even know, five weeks straight. But I get to go first again. And I'm going to start... With an underdog, again, Cleveland over Cincinnati on the road. Cleveland, and so you've got the Cleveland. Yeah, Cincy is a minus, they're a two and a half favorite. So that's your dog, yep, Cleveland. Cleveland. The dog pound, but they're not in the dog pound. All right. That's a nice little in-state rivalry game. I mean, it doesn't mean much, but Cincinnati's still playing for a playoff berth. So, I don't know, actually, I'm fine. Green should be coming back. But All right, fine. At Cincy, I, I think that's a W for me. But I say this every week, and I lose every week. I don't get it. I am. I have, and guys, I'm looking at these live. I haven't even thought about anything, so I have to like evaluate for just a hot second. I always like to take my favorite team. Man, Buffalo's favored over Jacksonville at home. Are they really? Hold plus no, three. plus three. That means they're plus three. Oh. All right. Give me. Buffalo no. would be a dog. Give me Green Bay at Minnesota. I think Aaron Rodgers will bounce back for my... Uh, so that's your dog. That's my dog. Give me Green Bay. And then give me... Give me Carolina as my favorite at home. I like those two. Oh, I like all, all three picks. Those are good. Those are good. I'm going to take Jacksonville as another dog over Buffalo. I think Jacksonville is going to bounce back after a horrible loss. Yeah. And I, I blow like they blew it over to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would take that's a tough that's a tough one to pick, man. Jacksonville Buffalo. Um and then what do I, I'm left with Pittsburgh at Denver, who Denver's plus three. Denver's tough at home. I'll take Pittsburgh as my favorite. Yeah. I'll I take would too. Four twenty five game. You took the uh Sunday night game, Green Bay at Minnesota. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take that. I'll take Pittsburgh as my favorite and two other dogs. Yeah. I think that's another victory for me. You might as well buy the three tall boys now. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I like uh I just like Rogers to actually finally go into Minnesota, go in there. And uh it's Aaron Rodgers season now. This is like this time of season, not his season. This is the time of season where Aaron really heats up. I like that. I like your Pittsburgh pick. I don't like having Denver there. 
Uh, Seattle and Carolina is a toss-up to me, like the teams-wise, but I just had to go with the home team. No, I'm thinking I, I want uh, Green Bay to win because at this point in time, we want the Lions to have the worst fucking possible record, and if Green Bay loses, they might be the last in our division. Yeah, you're right about that. Cleveland, Cincinnati. I like my chances there. Wait, did Cincinnati. you stick me with Minnesota, though? Yeah, you uh, got Minnesota. Cool, I got cool. Green Bay. And then Jacksonville and Buffalo, which is just kind of like toilet bullish. Who really cares about that? But, guys, I'm just struggling for my life to get a victory. I'm so tired of having to remember to buy this kid beer every week. And, and it's not like I don't know what I'm talking about the NFL. I know goddamn everything about it, but I still just, I can't get lucky one of these weeks, man. Let's just be thankful we're not picking college. Yeah. For me. At least I'm thankful for that. I know. That's what I was thankful over Thanksgiving for. No, oh, your family's like, Sean, he's like, oh, that I don't have to do college picks against Buckley on the show. <laughs> Yo, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Hope you had a nice time with your family. Hope you had a nice time getting some good deals on shopping. You just made it through episode seven of Buckle Up and Chill. Follow us, Instagram, at Buck and Chill, and Twitter. And please subscribe on Apple Pod. Buckle up and chill, and hit us on SoundCloud, buckle up and chill. Hit that link in that bio, and uh, enjoy the football games.